0: FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer.
1: The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea K Show.
2: She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K.
3: I love you when I'm so confused. Don't you are. You just
4: wanted me to know be I really love you is...
5: probably. sweetie. Okay, well, I just wanted to tell you I love you. We're having a little problem on the plane. I just love you more than anything. Just know that. I
0: think I
6: just love you, and I just wanted to tell you that. I don't know if I'm going to hear the shit you're telling me that. Wow. Welcome to tonight's Andre Kay Show. You know, I wanted to start out the show tonight to honor the victims on this anniversary. Because, you know, every year we see this hashtag, never forget. And it's become such a platitude. And every year I talk about, you know, why it's important that we remember. And have we re- do, when we hashtag all day, never forget, do we, have we really forgotten? As I was on the internet this morning, looking around, I came across those voices of the victims. And it took me right back to that day. And I started remembering. And I thought, you know what? Instead of hashtag never forget, maybe we need to really remember. Really remember that day. What it was like that day. I'm seeing all these images all day long of actually – we've gone so far away from it. We've gone so far into forgetting what happened that we're not all – all I've been seeing all day long was images of the World Trade Center before it actually was taken down. That's how far away we've gotten from what actually happened that day. I started thinking about that day. I started remembering What it was like to sit there glued to my TV after the first plane struck, wondering what was going on. The fear, the panic, not knowing what was going on. There was so much speculation. We didn't even know at that point if it was a terrorist attack. We didn't know what had happened. So then as we're watching that, then another plane comes. And then we're seeing both towers erupted in flames. We had no idea. Do you guys really remember? Does America really remember what that was like? and then when it became clear that it was a terrorist attack we had no we had no idea how many other planes were up there i had a friend over the atlantic on her way back from spain and i had no idea and it was at least a day before i found out what happened with her flight then we had flight uh, 93 we had the flight. I'm so at a loss right now. I can't remember the flight number of the plane that went into the Pentagon. There's still people today who said that that was a conspiracy. That flight didn't happen. But do do we really remember, as Americans, what it was like watching those towers fall? The images. I mean, we can't. When people hashtag never forget, how many of those people really remember? Have they really? Have they, flight 77, have have we, do we really remember as a nation? We can't really remember because I'm not seeing enough actual remembrance. I'm, I'm, I remember, I remember in the days after wondering how many more attacks were coming. I can remember in the days after, it was weeks before, before people found out whether or not family members that were missing, what happened to them. Weeks. It was months before that area was filled, was, was cleaned up. I think it took nine months that there was so much destruction in lower Manhattan after the towers fell that it was like nine months to a year before it even got cleaned up. Rudy Giuliani went to every funeral. Do have we, do we really remember the images of the funerals of the first responders that we lost? Have we forgotten the priest that was carried out on a stretcher? that lost his life as he was there to try to, to, try to give last rites to people that were dying and to try to help recover bodies. We had to have forgotten because I'm not, I, I'm not hearing anybody else really talking about the details of that day. Then we had all the fears of other types of potential attacks that were coming. I also remember, I got to thinking today and I got to really remembering the unity that we had as a country afterwards. 17 years ago, we had unity in this country. This was a country that united around the flag. We didn't have people kneeling and and dissing the flag. We didn't have this kind of anti-American sentiment that's going on right now. We were united as a country. We were resolved. We said, this is Islamic terror and we are going to route it out wherever it is. And we are not going to allow this to happen on our shores again. Don't tell me that you haven't forgotten when we have it being taught in our schools. How many segments have I done on the show talking about the indoctrination that's being done in our schools of the very ideology that was behind taking down the towers that day? Don't tell me we haven't forgotten. When Hillary Clinton gets 1,700, at, at first blush, 1,700 retweets on a tweet that says, let me be clear. Islam has nothing to do with Islamic terror. Yeah, we've forgotten. We've really forgotten when we have a so-called host on a TV show who's who, who is calling the president of the United States a greater threat to this country than Islamic terrorists. I mean, that's, that's insane. We've forgotten. I can remember the unity that we had as a country. It was beautiful. I can even remember Congress people standing on the steps of Congress praying. I think they even sang, I think they even sang, uh, uh, um... Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to have DJ Carrot Sticks Google during the break. I think they sang a hymn song. Not How Great Thou Art, but I, I can't remember. I think they actually sang a hymn song. 17, how much has changed in 17 years? We sure have forgotten when we when we have courts overturning a president, when we have a president who can't even say I want to stop people coming from terrorist infested countries without him being called a bigot, when Americans are called bigots because they don't want to bring people here who share this ideology. Yeah, we've forgotten. I started listening to other tapes today. I listened to this one gal, her name was Melissa Doy, calling from the tower. Uh from one of the towers on the eighty third floor. It just I couldn't I couldn't even play that audio for you guys. I was just so broken up. I'm wondering what you guys have remembered about this day, your own personal memories. If you have one you want to share, 888-344-1170. If you have a remembrance of that time in our life as a country that you think has been forgotten, I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Or you can, um, the Facebook live uh, thread is happening. Please, you know, share your thoughts there uh, uh, about what you remember of that time. Oh, Zach Gustine says he remembers seeing Congress hold hands and sing God Bless America. It'd be, it'd be really nice if at least on the anniversary every year we could still have some unity around this country and sing God Bless America. Instead, we've got the NFL hiding and, and other sports hiding playing the national anthem. We've got anti-American sentiment running wild in this country. Joey Sparza says, "His memory. Um, uh, no, that's about Storm and Norman." Doreen says, "I I remember just crying in disbelief." Ron Babar says he remembers the people who jumped out, free falling to their death. Yeah, so many, so many memories that haunt us to this day. And I think it's really important. I get that there are some people I posted a pic today of the falling man, I got a lot of heat last year for posting it. And some people think some people think it's wrong to post these graphic images. But it, I think it's important to understand, just like we needed to see graphic images of World War II. One of the things I watched as a kid was World at War. We need to see this because otherwise, if we scrub this history from us, we are going to forget what happened and what, what this was about. And then these brave Americans will die in vain. I'm going to go to the phones real quick. Jim from San Diego is on the line. Hi, Jim. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. Hi, Andrea. Hi there. What's on your mind? What do you remember?
3: Um, I just remember what a shock it was, Um, but, um, you know, you made a comment about the unity that we had afterwards, and we did. I mean, I've seen a lot of division for many years in this country, um, but it's gotten worse in recent years, but the one time that I can think of in the last four decades that we were united as Americans was right after 9-11 happened, and and I don't know why we, we you know it takes something like that to bring us together and then and then so quickly, everybody just breaks away from that and goes back to hating each other again.
6: well, I think that it's it's in the in the human condition to um adjust and to push pain aside and 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 I think it's I think it's almost a blessing from God that we have the ability to um get past grief, otherwise, how would parents ever get past the loss of a child, right? If we didn't have the ability. To um, reach reach a place of of healing, if you will. So, I, I kind of, so, so it's kind of a natural thing for us to do to kind of have some of that pain go away and become lessened over time. But what, what I think has happened is since that time, there has been a movement on the part of many people in this country specifically to divide us. So, you've got this natural human condition uh, to heal, the pain subsides over time, time heals all wounds. You add that to the fact that there is a movement in, on, on the left in this country of all day, every day doing everything that they can to divide us and they are pushing an anti-american message all day long in our schools in our media everywhere out there today and it's had its effect. Jim, I thank you so much for calling and chiming in. And if any of you want want to call in, share what you remember or what you think is forgotten, I would love to hear from you 888-344-1170. Joining me next is the one and only Brig- Brigitte Gabriel from Act for America. She is a terrorism expert, been, been on the show many times, president and CEO of Act for America, the largest grassroots organization of, of national security in the country and author of the new book, Rise. Stay tuned. Brigitte Gabriel will be here next.
2: Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page
6: at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer.
2: This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network.
6: Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
7: Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of The Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long-term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening.
2: Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: Now's the time to soak up that summer sun and spend time with friends and family. Instead of spending that valuable time on home projects, let Home Advisor take them off your plate. Go to homeadvisor.com, tell them what you need. There really is no job too big or too small. I recently wanted to tidy up my place. I went on to HomeAdvisor to find a cleaning service. A few quick questions. I was matched with the best pros in my area for the job. Prior to booking my appointment online, I was able to read customer reviews of the pros in my area, check their availability. With HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide, you can check what others paid for similar jobs in your area so you know you're getting a fair price. No matter what home project you've been thinking about, installing a new AC unit, new windows, even cleaning up your place like I did, HomeAdvisor makes it so easy to find and hire the best pros in your area. It's so simple. Find great pros now to handle your job this summer so you can get back and relax. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free app to get started on your next project. You're going to love these guys. HomeAdvisor.com That's HomeAdvisor.com FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170 the answer.
1: You're listening to The
2: Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego.
6: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. We are remembering 9-11, and I've asked everybody out there to tell me, what do you remember, and what do you think has been forgotten? And before we go to fan favorite, uh, the one and only Brigitte Gabriel, I want to go to the phones and speak quickly to Martin from San Diego. Hi, Mark. Hi, Martin. Welcome to The Andrea K Show.
8: Hi, Andrea. Hey, uh, I love your show, okay? Thank uh, you. Uh, I really do, and I I try to tell uh, some of my family members who are not uh, on that same side to listen once in a while. But anyway, I I remember vividly. I remember uh, I've been in law enforcement for 34 years, and I remember that day I I, I turned on the TV as I normally do, and I I saw the first crash go on early in the morning, and then uh, I saw the the second crash, and I just remember running back into the house and telling my wife to – just, uh, keep the kids at school that day and mm-hmm. and i knew we were going to be scrambling at work that day and and i just went to work but i had a i had a, some type of action action plan i told her to keep keep in contact but the first thing i said is the doggone terrorists you know yeah yeah and, and then and there was a there's a uh there's a uh, bail bondsman down in san diego that i don't think they're there any longer i think it was king solomon's and and at the time we we go down there and get t-shirts and stuff like that and He immediately put out some T-shirts that uh, don't forget, I think, on the anniversary. And I didn't realize it was that many years have gone by. But I still got that T-shirt, and I try not to wear it too much because it wears out. But I wear it in pride uh, Mm so hopefully people will actually see that, you know.
6: Yes, it's important. Yes, Uh, yeah, I've forgotten. I remember, I think it was King Stallman. I remember those shirts, and I miss his commercials, by the way, but it's so important, I think, that we don't just throw up this platitude, this hashtag, never forget, with some pictures of the Twin Towers before they fell, and then then everybody goes on with their lives, and that's how the terrorists win. You know, we've been lulled into complacency, and that's a concern to me. Martin, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for your work in law enforcement. First responders are really important to be remembered today because it was first responders. Responders who ran into burning buildings and collapsed buildings, as well as the Pentagon, and you know, and and beyond, and that that was the. There's been quite a few terrorist attacks actually since 9/11. So thank you uh, for your work in law enforcement. Uh, joining me now is my go-to gal for anything. She's been a fan favorite for years of the Andrea K Show. She really is a terrorism expert. Chairman of ACT for America, which is the largest national security grassroots organization in the U.S. I think she just recently had her annual conference, which was eye-opening to me. She is doing the best work in this country as a grassroots organization to try to remember... The, the the terrorist mindset, the ideology behind this attack in order to prevent it from happening again. She's got a new book out called Rise. Welcome back to the show, Brigitte Gabriel.
4: I Thank you, Andrea. I'm delighted to be back with you.
6: Okay, so Brigitte, what do you, my question for everybody, including yourself as a terrorism expert, is going back to that day and remembering what stands out to you? What is the most important? What do you remember most about that? And what do you think has been most forgotten?
4: Oh my goodness we have forgotten that which we said we will never forget 911 uh you know Uh, I was watching the coverage today and how much the coverage has changed since 9-11. I'm in New York, actually. I'm speaking to you from New York. I am here because of the launch of my new book, Rise, Rise, in Defense of Our Judeo-Christian Values and Freedom. And I looked over at the World Trade Center at the memorial, and I drove by the street where that uh, 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 refugee Saifullah Paipov, who drove his car mowing down people uh, in the Islamic radical last here in in the streets of New York, and I I was watching people walking by, especially young ones, you know, everybody's hooked to their iPhone, they're not even looking around, they're just walking around, many of them are young, and I thought to myself, many of these people walking around the street cannot even remember that day, and the impact that they has had on those of us who were old enough to actually remember and watch television and cry and, and feel sorrow and feel pain. I mean, September eleventh defined our nation. It defined it changed the way we we think about things. It changed the way we travel. It changed the way we live. Um, and it and it's amazing to be in New York on a Tuesday on September eleventh, seventeenth year anniversary.
6: Yeah, and you're right. So much has changed about media coverage, and and it's conditioned – the left successfully took over our education system and our media and Hollywood. And one of the things that they've done in terms of, uh, and it's all a calculated uh, part of you know their transformation from a constitutional republic to their Marxist utopia. And one of the things that they've done since 9-11 is that they've continued to, to indoctrinate kids. There's 18-year-olds that were are raised not never hearing about how 9-11 changed America, what it was about, certainly not hearing a pro-American message. One of the things that I remember going back seven. 17 years ago was the unity that we had as a nation around this country, around the flag, even around President Bush, who many people were not, you know, weren't really that happy about. They didn't vote for him in 2000, yet they rallied behind him as a president. But the left has been pushing their anti-American pro-Islam movement now for 17 years. And one of the ways that they've conditioned America's, Americans is by not showing anything about anymore, about it, no images from that day. We don't see on mainstream right. media images about the, the planes flying into the towers, the towers falling, the people jumping, I, I, images of the plane going into the Pentagon, the field. We're not hearing we're not hearing the audios anymore of the phone calls of loved ones. They're scrubbing the, the terror from a day of terror.
4: Exactly, and it's been happening systematically for years, and this is what I discussed in my book, Rise. I have a chapter titled Operation Indoctrination, and I discuss how we lost the future generation of America, who are now the adults. You know, uh, uh, very early on, and you and I have talked about this before, Andrea, when I was on your show, you know, my organization, Act for America, did a study where we analyzed textbooks, 38 textbooks, taught in public schools about uh, uh, and how they view Islam. And we analyzed these textbooks, and in 2005, as early as 2005, they began teaching in textbooks that September 11th was a terrorist attack against America that was perpetrated by a group of men driven by a cause. That's it. They do not mention who were these group of men, what was their background, what drove them, what was their ideology. It doesn't discuss who they were, what was their religion, uh, where they were from. It just says a group of men driven by a cause. It doesn't even say what their cause is. So for these children who were studying these books since 2005, that four years after 9-11, for all they know, September 11th was perpetrated by a group of people driven by a cause. They could have been, you know, Baptists from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the abortion issue was their cause, or mm-hmm. a bunch of Hasidic Jews from New York and Israel was their cause. <laughs>
6: Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, they've they've taken Islam out of Islamic terror, and you know, the result of the fact exactly. that we have forgotten and that that's been going on, we have had continued terrorist attacks here on our soil. One of the things that we said was we were going to, we were, we, uh, uh, another memory that I have is this uh, memory of being resolved as a nation that we were not going to allow any further Islamic terrorist attacks on our on our soil. And what have we had? We've had uh, the Sarnayev brothers, who uh, this country was warned by the Russian government right. that they had been over in Chechnya in terrorist uh, training camps. We had the Pulse nightclub. We've had San Bernardino. We had Nadal Hassan. We've actually had, it wasn't called an Islamic terrorist attack, but there was a community college in Oregon where uh, the Islamic terrorist was asking people what their religious beliefs were before he shot them in the head. You know, this is going, yet we've got a President Trump who's trying to keep us safe and he's got liberals in this country trying to stop him from bringing people from terrorist-infested countries. I mean, it doesn't even make sense. And then today we've got this MSNBC host, Brigitte saying that President Trump is a greater threat to the greatest threat that this this country faces. It's like we've gone berserk.
4: Uh, they have lost their mind. Uh, they have lost their mind. Their hatred to this president, Andrea, is unbelievable. I have never seen such hatred and such resentment. And that's so dangerous to the country because that is endangering the country. You know, how far we have come since, since 9-11, 2001. On 9-11, 2001, the nation came together. We were not Republicans. We were not Democrats. We were not libertarians. We were Americans. We were united by our patriotism, even though we had differences and we knew we had differences, but we put them all aside that day and we became one as citizens of the United States fast forward to 2017 and you are seeing today the hatred and resentment in America there are people on the left right now that would much rather give our country to our enemies and collapse the United States just to get rid of president trump and that, that's where we are as a nation and that's exactly why i wrote my book rise rise you know people on the side on our side do not understand what they what, what to do the problem on our side is not that we are not educated people on our side are educated. I- Almost everybody listening to this broadcast right now are tuning in because they care about what's happening in our nation. They want to learn. They want to listen to you. They want to listen to the guests you invite. They know more than 95% of Americans know about what's happening in the country. But they do not know what to do with the information. That's the problem on the right. That has always been the problem on the right. On the other side, you take the left. They are extremely organized. They are extremely networked. They know how to demonstrate. They show up in an instant and shut down bridges, organized turnout people by the hundreds of thousands to Washington, D.C., to their rallies. But you stop any 22-year-old demonstrating on the street and you ask them, well, tell me about socialism. You want socialism in America. Tell me, why do you want that? They cannot even answer you why they want socialism. So what I try to do with my book, Rise, is not only educate about the problem, but tell people what they can do in their own community individually to protect the nation. To give you an idea, just a simple thing. We have a bill right now in Congress called the Serve and Protect Act, which will protect police officers and make the police a protected class and violence against them a hate crime. I'm proud to tell you that we passed that bill in the House. It is now presented in the Senate, and um, this bill makes injuring a police officer a crime, punishable by five years in prison. And if you kill a police officer, if the injury ends up in death, you can end up with life in prison. We must be able to pass laws and pressure our elected officials to pass laws that will protect our communities, that will ensure law and order in our communities, that will support those who are trying to protect us, that will also protect those who are trying to investigate terrorists in our communities. You know, we, have, we are now working on laws to support and beef up the FBI. We are bringing back, under President Trump, the, the, the ability to be able to educate FBI officials and our first responders and our, change our counterterrorism training manuals and insert back what jihad means or what radical Islam is. Because, you know, under Obama, Obama took out all these references to jihad, Islamic terrorism, Islamic radicalism he -hmm. took it all out we were the blind reading the blind
6: yeah not only not only did he take it out of all the the FBI and the investigative manuals but uh uh what was her name, Napolitano? When she was the head of the DHS uh, uh, Homeland Great. Security, she said yep. that right-wing Christians as well as returning veterans from the Iraq War were the greatest threat to this country, not terrorist uh, and uh, Islamic
4: terrorism, which is absolutely exactly. insane. Exactly, exactly. And you know who? And you know who was consulting with them? The the Islamic Front organizations like ISNA and care actually approved the purging of the counterterrorism training manuals, and I detail all that in the book. It is mind-boggling.
6: It is and it's mind-boggling that this is happening So, when in, in this country, in a post-9-11. It's one thing if that was happening pre-9-11, but this should not be happening in a post-9-11 America. Brigitte Gabriel, uh, the book is Rise, and also I encourage everybody to get involved if there's a local chapter of Act for America near you that is truly an amazing grassroots organization. I've been to her annual conference. I know the work that they're doing. I've, I've met with all the senators from Ted Cruz to Mike Pompeo before he was the head of the CIA and, and then Secretary of State, and, and I know the good work that you are that uh, Brigitte Gabriel is doing thank you so much for being here wonderful lady appreciate it god bless you
4: thank you god bless you bye-bye
6: bye now all right now stay tuned because we got another amazing lady first time on the Andrea Keisha was going to be here to talk about it and I'm curious to talk to her Jessie Jane Duff gunny sergeant Who's going to be here because, you know what, one of the things that people talk about on the anniversary of 9-11 is whether or not uh, the the choice to go into Iraq and Afghanistan, whether or not it was worth it. And I'm curious to hear her answer. Stay tuned. Jesse Jane Duff will be here. More Andrea Show coming up. Oh, and if you want to tell me what you remember or what you think is forgotten on this incredibly important day in America, the number is 888-344-1170.
0: FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego. The answer. You could win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil simply by telling us how The Answer San Diego has made a direct and positive impact in your life. See, it's our wish that what you hear from us positively affects you and your family. Simply record a video message and share your story with us. And for sharing, you'll be eligible to win an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so don't delay. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story. For all the details, TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Keyword story.
2: Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price? With AM 1170 The Answer's half-price tuition program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to AM1170TheAnswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757.
6: 844-800-5757. Eight four four eight zero zero five seven five seven. Well, sports fans, the wait is officially over. Football season is here and I could not be more ready to cheer on my LSU Tigers while relaxing with friends. And one way for friends to come together is watching the game in your favorite chair while enjoying your favorite smoke. Our friends at Liberty Tobacco are ready for all the September fun as well. Charlie, he unlocked his office safe and he's breaking out the final Liberty bundles while they last. Now these sticks come in four great sizes and are available in natural or Maduro. So you better hurry up And pick up these bundles while you can. You can't decide on buying something for a friend or a colleague? The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice. Then stick around and watch the games on one of Liberty Tobacco's big screen TVs. Now remember, Liberty Tobacco has two locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall off Via Della Valle in Del Mar. So stop by, grab your favorite stick, and relax with friends as you cheer your team on to victory with Liberty Tobacco.
8: Touchdown! In America, someone coming from nothing really can create unlimited success for themselves and their family. Larry Elder, the sage from South Central here with my friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows, a true American success story. Aaron, I've recommended you to my friends, and they are so happy with the work you've done. Thank you, Larry. That really means a lot. We
2: all know Larry is one of the smartest and most discerning people. So if you are selecting windows and doors, listen to Larry's sage advice and call. California
8: Deluxe Windows will do for you what we did for Larry's friend and family. For the best quality windows and doors made in America, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about 20% off your entire order and one year interest free financing. California Deluxe Windows 888 New Windows. 888 New Windows. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips and we wouldn't
5: crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply.
2: Pastor Miles McPherson from The Rock Church invites you to join him for a very special simulcast event taking place Saturday, September 15th. A recent increase in high-profile, racially-charged conflict has led well-meaning people to wonder what they can do to help alleviate racial tension in our churches, communities, and country. For one day, churches across the nation will open their doors partnering with other churches in the community to be a gathering place for conversation, learning, and healing. Pastor Miles has personally experienced racism and witnessed its devastating effects on the community and will share what he's learned about the healing power of God and its ability to unite racially diverse communities through God's principle of honor. Join us at our Point Loma campus, September 15th at 9 a.m. Register for this free life-changing event by texting UNITY to 52525. Again, text the word UNITY to 52525 or visit AraceForUnity.com. That's AraceForUnity.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer, San Diego.
6: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show, in which we remember. It's not just about the hashtag. Never forget. It's about remembering truly what happened on nine 11 in 2001. And I've asked everybody to share with me what their memory is and what they remember of that day and what they think has been forgotten. And joining me on the phone now and holding on the phone is Esther. Hi, Esther. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. You had a memory you wanted to share? Yes. Can you hear me well? I can.
9: Yes. My name is Esther Castiglione, and I remember that that particular morning I was Taking, I mean, you know, I heard the phone is uh, the phone ring, and and I went I went running, you know, to my room, but I was wet, you know, because I was taking a shower, and then my friend Mercedes she said Esther Esther, are you watching the news? I said no, I just came out from the, you know, from taking a shower. Mm-hmm. She goes Esther, turn off the the TV, and then she was crying. I said what's going on, Mercedes? What's going on? And then she said, Oh Esther. A plane, you know, the twin towers. You know, the terrorists hit hit a plane. You know, he you know hit the tower in a plane. Mm-hmm. And, and then I said, and then I said, come down, come down. I said, everything is gonna be fine. You know, oh no. And then and then I saw the the second. You know, yeah. the second the second tower. And then I said, come down, Mercedes. And she was crying and crying. And then I said, remember, Mercedes. I don't know if I have to I can say this in your show. I said, remember what the word of God says that, that you know the sooner the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, we're gonna see more 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 horror things and everything. But we trust in the in the in the Lord, I said, and you know, and God is God is protecting the the United States. I said the only thing is that many people, they're Antichrist, they're terrorists, and they don't don't love the United States because we are hand to hand with Israel, which is the land the holy land i said and that's that that's the bottom line but i since then i haven't forgotten mm-hmm. you know i remember every year or more often i know my friend she does the same thing and i mean i i guess you know sometimes we get overwhelmed and everything but in our heart we remember what really happened Yes. Well, Esther,
6: thank you so much for sharing that. I'm so glad you brought up the fact that they hate us. One of the reasons why they hate us is because we are hand-to-hand with Israel. We stand with Israel. This country was founded on Judeo-Christian principles. And shame on those today that are trying to blame America for what happened. We are not responsible for the hate. They hate us just because of who we are. They hate us because we are Judeo-Christian country and that we do stand with Israel. And I'm so glad you pointed that out. Thank you so much. And, and we can, those of us as Christians, we can rest on the fact that we have God to take care of us and that we know that we are in his care. Thank you so much, Esther. Appreciate that. Joining me now for the first time on the Andrea Kay Show, I'm so excited and honored to have her. I'm the daughter of two Marines, and um, and, I've, and so y'all know how much I love the military. I think, though, this is the first time that I've actually had a female Marine on my show. You guys probably know who I'm talking about. It's Jessie Jane Duff, Gunnery Sergeant, U.S. Marine Corps, retired. She's also a senior fellow at the London Center for Policy Research, and she's been everywhere, all over Fox News and all the, the major – Media outlets, and I'm super excited to have her on the show tonight to talk about 9/11. Jesse Jane Duff, thank you so much for being here. Welcome to the Andrea K Show.
5: Oh, Ura, that was such a great introduction. <laughs> I'm like so excited about myself now. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? Who are we talking about? Oh wow, it's me! Wow. <laughs> That was wonderful. Yes, Semper Fi. I, I love that you love the core. How can we not love the core? These are the men and women that go in and de- overwhelm and destroy the enemy. I mean, who can't love
6: that? Right. And you know what? After one of the things that we, we need to remember as a nation is that after 9-11, in the weeks and the months afterwards, as we united as a country against uh, radical Islam and plans were being made, we were resolved to rout it out and to fight out and fight the scourge. It was the boots on the ground. It was our military, our Army, Air Force, Navy, and Marines who went and put themselves in harm's way for this country. And today, Jesse Jane, I am seeing so many people saying it wasn't worth it to go into Iraq and to Afghanistan. We're still losing lives over there. How do you answer those people today?
5: What I would say to them is this is not going to be a short-term battle. We're going to be looking at this for decades because simply we're fighting an ideology that is determined to kill us. The ideology that these men practice primarily men but there are women on their uh in their corner too is that they cannot live among Jews, they cannot live among Christians, that they must destroy us. And the Quran tells them that they must practice jihad by violence or infiltration. So this is not something we're going to dissolve overnight. And unfortunately, President Bush was wrong in many ways when he had said right there in the mosque in Washington, D.C., he had stated that it was a religion of peace, but right over his shoulder, was one of the leaders of care who was tied back to Hamas. I mean, honestly, we were so naive back on September 11th after that in 2001. What we know today is that many of these groups have infiltrated our government. They have infiltrated our uh, livelihood. They have infiltrated our schools. I mean, we often now are told to respect them when, in fact, they have no respect for us. Mm-hmm. And we're torn now as a society because we, the Obama administration whitewashed the very language that told us who our enemy was. They infiltrated into the FBI when Mueller was the head of the FBI, and we could no longer say Islamic extremism. We were told to say violent extremism. Well, God bless President Trump today for saying Islamic extremism because the ideology which Hillary Clinton said is not tied to Islam is wrong. I'm not saying all Islam is bad. I'm not saying all Muslims are bad. But when you can't say that your enemy is tied to Islam, you are now denying a very clear fact. We see it here in the United States now. We saw in New Mexico a family that was raising children to teach them how to go into schools and have mass shootings. We saw it in San Bernardino. We saw it in the Pulse nightclub. We saw it in Boston, and we saw it in Fort Hood. And those are just off the top of my head. We don't even know. Oh, let's talk about the shoe bomber and the Christmas tree bomber. They will always try to infiltrate us. And God watched over us today because today is a very special day in our history. It's an important day, and we didn't see any significant attack. But that doesn't mean they don't want to kill us. No. Never forget, over 3,000 Americans were killed on this day just 17 years ago today we may not see it with a plane but we will see it with a bomb we will see it with a knife we will see it with a vehicle they will kill us and they will kill us again
6: absolutely uh, another one that just comes into mind Brigitte Gabriel was on earlier and she was talking about uh, the uh, in New York City where uh, an Islamic terrorist got ran a, a, I think it was a van or a truck on yes. on, on a jogging route um, there was a refugee yes. at Ohio State University that took a truck up on a sidewalk uh, but what I, I'm glad I, I'm I'm glad you mentioned being safe today on the anniversary of 9/11. There was another anniversary 6 years ago in which there were where, there was a terrorist attack me. that was planned and the and a request for increased security were ignored. Threats on a terrorist uh, of terrorist attacks uh, went unheeded and as 30 Americans were at risk for losing their lives, heroes stood for 13 hours on rooftops to yeah. uh, to, to to fight against with no help. From the United States of America, who issued a stand down order, we had President Obama come out and say that was a conspiracy theory. They, exactly. They, the conspiracy involved the lying to the victims and to America, blaming it on a video. And what made it even more cynical and more toxic, Je- Jesse Jane Duff, was the fact that they specifically chose to scapegoat America and free speech. They intentionally blamed it on a video that supposedly um, de- uh, defamed Muhammad. How insulting yes. to America that they did that
5: Yes, absolutely, and uh, Chris Patrano, who they call Tonto, who was there, has been suspended from Twitter for another week. He's got like six more days on his suspension because he stated that he wanted to choke Obama when he stood there on national television stating that it was a conspiracy. How insulting for the man that sat there for, like you said, 13 hours on that rooftop. My friend is Dorothy Woods, the widow of Tyrone Woods. I know her personally. I went out there when we campaigned for President Trump with her on the campaign trail. We did nine cities in five days. Dorothy Woods is a Navy veteran herself. She's a dentist. She's a doctor. She is a very successful woman. And she fought against Hillary Clinton tooth and nail because she knew what a lying commander in chief she would have been. And here we are today on this anniversary. And let us not forget, Benghazi, that when we had that ambassador killed, not just just in a simple fashion, mind you. It has been suggested that he was tortured in ways that we do not want to even discuss over the air. It has been said that there were things done to his body that are pretty derogatory. I remember hearing it on television and I cried. I was never a President Obama fan, short of, you know, him first being elected and then I thought going downhill fast. But when Ambassador Stevens died, I cried because I thought to myself, this is a man who served his country. He went over there to be an ambassador. He wanted to help. He wanted to be a part of this. And they left him out to die, along with the other Americans who were there trying to defend him. 9-11 is a day that we must remember is the Pearl Harbor of the 21st century. We really have lost a significant part of the confidence in our government. We have lost a part of a confidence in what they will do to eradicate this, because time and time again, we've heard from presidents that we will not allow them to control our lives. I remember back when President Reagan had said pretty much the same thing that you could say today. When the Marines were killed in the barracks in 1983, close to 200 military personnel and foreign, uh, uh, such as French personnel, that were helping our peacekeeping movement in Lebanon were killed in the dead of night by Iranian-backed Hezbollah. Fast forward, Steve Kerr, the coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors, her His father, who was Dr. Malcolm Kerr, was assassinated by the very same Iranian-backed Hezbollah in January of 1984. President Reagan came out and did a state of uh, the—he announced to the nation, we're not going to live in fear of these terrorists. That was 1983 and 1984. Mm -hmm. And what has changed Each president has told us time and time again, even President Bush, can you hear me now? Well, they will be hearing from us soon. Really? Because we haven't eradicated it. We have soft-shoed. We've allowed organizations like the Muslim Brotherhood to tell us that you're an Islamophobe if you fear what these people want to do to you. In reality, President Trump had it right. Islamic terrorism is real. And when he said he was going to do uh, extreme vetting, it was for good reason and for good cause.
6: Yes. And anybody who's trying to stop him has some political agenda, which I have said many times on the show, that the left is trying to partner with the Islamist for for power. Because what they have in common, uh, Islamists, and I say that there's two forms of jihad. There's one uh, jihad with a sword uh, in a variety of different terrorist means. And there's also the jihad in the form of creeping Sharia. And that is who is taking hold in this country. And they are partnering with the left. I wish, i had more time with you jesse jane duff i do hope that you'll come back on the show god bless you Absolutely. thank you for your service semper to this country bye. yes
5: semper fi thank you thank you have thank a great you for night. having me
6: thank you for you being here bye now all right uh dj carrot sticks if i can push back against the break so i can go to the phones real quick it looks as though dina from florida is holding online too hey dina welcome to the andrea K show
4: hi how are
6: you i'm good thanks what part of florida real quick um, I'm in Boca Raton. Okay. Um, I spent a lot of time in the panhandle in my day back when I lived in, in, uh, yeah. New Orleans. So what's your memory from 9-11 that you want to share?
3: Uh, well, um, it, it's, it's such a long story. It'd probably take up hours, but, um, I lived in New Jersey across the Bay and, um, I got a phone call to look out my window and the last caller got me very emotional. Yeah um but uh, honestly days before um you know 911 there were uh, muslims um that were gathering in front of my building hmm. and they wouldn't let us walk through the building or they they just had hate in their eyes yeah and um and honestly i, I i'm not racist i i'm all for everyone's religion but um honestly when that day happened there were people cheering in, in front of our building. Um, my, wow. my balcony filled with smoke. Um, I didn't know if my building was going to get hit next. I lived in the high rise. Right? My mother lived um, across, uh, up the hill, I would say, because we lived in a high point. Um, in New Jersey that overlooked all of Manhattan and our view was the Twin Towers so we actually saw all the smoke and everything Mm. so my I had a six-month year old and um, I was worried what to do with him so um, we had to leave because my balcony was filling up with smoke I didn't know you know if it was uh, bad for us to breathe in or not which of course you it know, was i,
6: I mean there 's a lot of uh, yeah, a lot obviously. of people have died I from mean, cancer, so that was a good move to leave but i 'm right. so glad you 're sharing this because very few people are talking today about the reality of those that celebrated. Um, you know, um, the Muslims in this right. country and the, the unfortunate right. situation that we're in is is you you. I can hear that you're almost feeling guilty to say, you know, I'm not you, you feel like you have to say I'm not a racist. The reality is, is this is why we need the extreme yeah. vetting, because we have no right. way of knowing if somebody coming here who's Islam, how do you know? You can't look at it at, at somebody who's you don't, is Islamic. You not I knew you the woman tell.
3: that lived in that building. I knew the woman that lived in that building. And she would smile. She had a child. They all dressed in in their, um, I guess, their religious garbs. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we would say hello, and we would speak here and there. I would see her, but afterwards, all of these people showed up, and they were there, and they were cheering, and they were yelling. Meanwhile, I my mother lives in a penthouse down the street, and I didn't know if her building was going right. to be – Um, hit next, and we're we're trying to figure out. Okay, we're going to meet at this park or this park. But I mean, the the memorials that were on my lawn. I lived right in front of the ferries. They actually had to decontaminate people coming off the ferries. There was ten. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Um. I wish we had more time, Dina. We're just we've got one less than a minute left of the show. Uh, Thank you so much for calling in. You know what? One of the things that's so important that Dina mentioned there was the fact that you know we she didn't know if her mother's building was going to be taken down. That's what I'm talking about that we need to remember, what that was like, the fear that it instilled in, in us as a nation. We need to reunite as a nation. We need to reunite with our re- love of country and patriotism, as well as the resolve that we are not going to allow Islamic terror to continue in this country. Thank you all for being here and sharing your remembrance with me. I'm going to be right back tomorrow night at 6. Love you all. Have a great night.
1: The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.